Bismillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiru wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyaati amalina. Man yahdihillahu fahuwa al-muhtad wa man yudlil falahadiya lah. Wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah. Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh. Allahumma allimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima allamtana wa zidna ilma. باب احترام أسماء الله تعالى وتغيير الاسم لأجل ذلك Respect for the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and changing one's name for the sake of that and changing the name for the sake of respecting the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then the relevance of the chapter to the book showing reverence and showing respect for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's beautiful names is a necessity of Tawheed, is part of Tawheed it is a completion or perfection of Tawheed to show respect for the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it is part of Tawheed for when we say respecting the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it also means respecting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself because it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is named with these names for no one is to be called with a name which is specific to Allah as we'll come to see because this shows a lack of reverence and a lack of veneration to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it may constitute kufr billah subhanahu wa ta'ala disbelief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if the person named themselves with this name or they were given this name and their intention was to challenge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the classic example of this is is Fir'aun what did he say? قَالَ أَنَا رَبُّكُمُ الْأَعْلَى he said I am your high lord for the word Rabb it can be used for the insan, but what did Fir'aun intend with it? He intended to challenge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his rububiyyah. But مثلا, you say, Rabbul Bayt, wa Rabbul Usra, wa Rabbul Ibil, the Rabb of the house, or the Rabb of the family, or the Rabb of the camel. This is permissible, yes? It means that they are the ones that are looking after it, because this is part of the meaning of rububiyyah, that you look after them, but the rububiyyah of the insan is different to the rububiyyah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can be divided into two categories in regards to using them to name people. The first category is names which are specific to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are specific to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are not allowed to call any human being with this name. And from these names, مثلاً, is Allah and Rabbil Alameen and Ar-Rahman. These are specific to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You cannot name the creation with these names at all. They are forbidden. And if a person مثلاً, was named with these names and they didn't know, then immediately they must change their names. And if a person did call themselves this name to challenge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then they are outside the fold of Islam. Because there is no Allah except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is no Rabbil Alameen except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is no Rahman except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then the second category, names which are permissible to name people with, bearing in mind... This is the most important thing, bearing in mind that the creation may share the name with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but what is different and what is that will never resemble Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it is the, it is the attribute. For مثلاً, you can call someone Ra'uf and you can call someone Rahim. For what did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describe the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as being? Bilmu'minina Ra'ufun Rahim. But is the Ra'fa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like the Ra'fa of the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? What's the principle? Nothing is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For the ra'fa of Allah is not like the ra'fa of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ra'ufun rahim. And the rahma of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not like the rahma of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And similarly, other names, مثلا, Kareem and Aziz and Sami' and Basir. 
Yes, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, إِنَّا خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ مِن نُطْفَةٍ أَمْشَاجٍ نَبْتَلِيهِ فَجَعَلْنَاهُ سَمِيعًا بَصِيرًا For the insan is سَمِيعًا بَصِيرًا But is there sama' like Allah? Is there basar like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? No, it is not. The names are shared between Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and between the creation, but the reality of the sifa, it is not shared at all. You cannot say that the insan is like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And subhanAllah, يعني, naming the names, if they have before them abd, then there is no problem with this. You say Abdullah, wa Abdul Aziz, wa Abdul Rahman, wa Abdul Rahim. There's no problem in this. The issue arises with if the name has alif and lam in it at the beginning of it. Can you still name the human being with the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if it has alif wa lam at the beginning of it? It is permissible, it is permissible to give someone a name which has alif wa lam. If it is Mujarrad al-Alamiyya, Mujarrad al-Alamiyya. Al-Alam in the Arabic language means it's an identifying name. It is a title essentially. And the example of this is in Surah Yusuf. There's two evidences in Surah Yusuf. The Malik of Misr, the King of Misr, what did he say? He said, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Yusuf, وَقَالَ الْمَلِكُ وَقَالَ الْمَلِكُ إِنِّي أَرَى سَبْعَ بَقَرَاتٍ سِمَانٍ What was he called? Al-Malik. Al-Malik is from the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but he was still called Al-Malik. For this is alamiyya, this is to show that it is a title, and the reality of it is not meant, and it is not meant to challenge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For in this case, it is permissible. And another example in, in Surah Yusuf is the name Al-Aziz. وَقَالُوا يَا أَيُّهَا الْعَزِيزُ مَسَّنَا وَأَهْلَنَا الضُّرُّ That they said, يعني the brothers of Yusuf, they said, يَا أَيُّهَا الْعَزِيزُ They were addressing Al-Aziz and it was Yusuf at the time and they didn't know that it was Yusuf and they addressed him with the title Al-Aziz and Al-Aziz at that time was a title given to someone who had authority in the land فَالْعَزِيز a person was called and given this title Al-Aziz and this is from the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the ulama gathering all the evidences together they said if يعني, it is a title and all that is meant by it is Al-Alamiyya then it is permissible but if you mean the reality of it as we'll come to see today in the name Al-Hakam if you mean the reality of it then it is forbidden عن أبي شريح أنه كان يكنى أبا الحكم فقال له النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله هو الحكم وإليه الحكم فقال إن قومي إذا اختلفوا في شيء أتوني فحكمت بينهم فرضي كلا الفريقين فقال ما أحسن هذا فما لك من الولد قلت شريح ومسلم وعبد الله قال فمن أكبرهم قلت شريح قال فأنت أبو شريح رواه أبو داود وغيره that Abu Shuraih narrated that his kunya, his nickname was Abu al-Hakam. The Prophet ﷺ once said to him, Allah is al-Hakam. Yani he is the judge and his judgment prevails. Wa ilayhi al-hukum. Yani his judgment prevails. Abu Shuraih said, when my people fall into dispute, they come to me for adjudication. And when I judge between them, both parties are pleased with my judgment. The Prophet ﷺ replied, how excellent this is. Do you have any children? I said, yes, they are Shuraih, Muslim and Abdullah. Then the Prophet ﷺ said, who is the eldest? I said, Shuraih. The Prophet ﷺ said, you are henceforth to be called Abu Shuraih Rawahu Abu Dawood wa ghayruhu For the takhrij of this hadith it is narrated by Abu Dawood as the Shaykh he mentioned Rawahu Abu Dawood and he said wa ghayruhu and other than Abu Dawood and this other narration is in the Sunan of Al-Nasai it is in the Sunan of Al-Nasai and the grading of the hadith it is Hassan Abu Shuraih we said that this was his kunya that the Prophet gave him and his name was Hani ibn Yazid Al-Kindi and he lived in Al-Kufa in Al-Iraq and he eventually died in Al-Madina Al-Munawwara in the year 68 هجري رضي الله عنه فأبو شريح narrates أنه كان يكنى كان يكنى أكنيا is what they say here it's a nickname but أكنيا is anything which starts with أبو أو أم 
and it can be يعني, the reality of the mother and father يعني, you have a son called such and such in which case you are the father of such and such or the mother of such and such or it can be مثلا, a description the Prophet وسلم, he called Ali anhu, Abu Turab the father of Turab it can be like the reality of the name or it can be just يعني, a description of someone his kunya was Abu Al-Hakam and Al-Hakam is the judge and it is one of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Al-Hakam it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the ultimate and the supreme judge and his judgments are irreversible no one can appeal the judgment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya and in the akhirah it is one of the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala أنه كان يكناب الحكم فقال له النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إن الله هو الحكم وإليه الحكم that Allah is al-hakam and إليه الحكم and the judgment returns to him or his judgment prevails for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he arbitrates and he judges between the servants يوم القيامة and also in this dunya for all of our judgments they return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or they are meant to anyway we are supposed to return our judgments to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam وَإِلَيْهِ الْحُكُمُ in this dunya and in the akhirah فَقَالَ إِنَّ قَوْمِ إِذَا اخْتَلَفُوا فِي شَيْءٍ أَتَوْنِي فَحَكَمْتُ بَيْنَهُمْ فَرَضِيَ كِلَ الْفَرِيقَيْنِ that he mentioned that my قوم, my people whenever they fall into dispute or whenever they disagree about something they come to him and he seems to be a person of intelligence and a person of wisdom and he can judge between the people and he can see which is a reasonable outcome for both parties and this is why both parties agree to his judgment this goes to show that it wasn't himself that gave himself this kunya abal hakam it was his people that gave him this kunya because they liked his judgment and they were pleased with his judgment for the prophet sallallahu he said ma ahsana hadha how excellent is this yani how excellent is that people come to you for judgment and both of them walk away and they are happy with the judgment that you have given for subhanallah this is the nature of people they fall into dispute and they disagree about certain things and sometimes you need a third party to adjudicate and to arbitrate between them and if both parties walk away and they are happy alhamdulillah this is good subhanallah because sometimes you try and adjudicate and arbitrate between people the other party doesn't like what you say so it's not easy being a judge so this is why he said how excellent is this that both parties walk away and they're both happy with your judgment. This is something great. This is something excellent. And then he asked him, and this is the polite way that the Prophet ﷺ, he eased into the changing of his name. He didn't straight away say, you are Abu Shurayh. He entered, first of all, in an easy manner. He came to a topic which is close to him, his children. He said, what do you have from children? He said, I have Shurayh and Muslim and Abdullah. And then he asked him, who is the oldest one? And he said, Shurayh. He said, from now on, you are Abu Shurayh. He explained to him, In Allah huwa al-hakam wa ilayhi al-hukum. For now you are Abu Shurayh. Drop this name, essentially, he's saying. And then the general meaning of the hadith that Abu Shurayh came to the Prophet ﷺ in a delegation from his tribe. His nickname at that time was Abu Al-Hakam, which means father of judgment. When the Prophet ﷺ heard his people, yani the people of Abu Shurayh, addressing him with this nickname, he rejected it and informed them that Al-Hakam is one of Allah's names, for his is the final judgment from which there is no appeal. Abu Shurayh then explained to him that his people had given him this name because of his skill in arbitration, which in most cases satisfied both parties. The Prophet ﷺ praised him for his wisdom and good judgment and then asked him if he had any children Abu Shurayh stated that he had three sons the eldest of whom was named Shurayh the Prophet ﷺ informed him from that point forward he would be known as as Abu Shurayh and then the relevance of the hadith to the chapter it is mutabiq to the tarjama it is according to the chapter title for it proves yani, the obligation of changing your name when it is similar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for when they called him Abu Al-Hakam they intended with it the name and the meaning as well 
that his judgment was the ultimate judgment that both parties are pleased with. For when they meant both the name and the attribute is when it became forbidden. But if it was just a alam, if it was just a title that they're given and they don't mean the reality of it, then it could have been permissible. But yani, the Prophet ﷺ always closes the doors of shirk no matter how small they may be. For to have one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's specific names or even one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's shared names and you intend with it the meaning of it and the reality of its meaning then this is then this is forbidden this is forbidden and it goes against the tawheed of a person for if a person doesn't know and they're given this name and many times subhanallah a person has a name and they don't know mathalan yani the reality of their name and how it goes against the sharia for in most cases don't go hard on them initially and just tell them this is the name yani it goes against the sharia and advise them in a nice way in a nice manner yani in most cases as in the case of this hadith people don't know the important issues of the chapter one respect for the names and attributes of allah though its actual meaning was not intended by the user for himself for again abu shuray he did not call himself this name it was his people who gave him this name and he didn't intend for himself to be called abu al-hakam for we still respect the names of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the attributes of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by changing the name Two, changing the name on account of that. And this is as per the hadith. For when he was called Al-Hakam, the Prophet ﷺ, he called him Abu Shurayh. He's the father of his eldest son, Shurayh. And then taking the eldest child's name as a kunya. And this is the dalil is here. For he named him, he asked him what his three children were called. And he said Shurayh and Muslim and Abdullah. And he said, which one is the oldest one? And he said Shurayh. Therefore, you are, you are Abu Shurayh. And this is not yani, a hard and fast rule. You can be called Abu, another one of your children. Or if you don't have any boys, you can also be called after your daughter. Yes, Abu Maryam or Abu Khadija. This is also permissible. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka wa tuulaik. Wa jazakumullah